The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Hour number three on a terrific football Tuesday. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. Uh, if you're joining us on Stadium, we appreciate it. 60 more minutes for the day on Stadium. And over the course of the next 60 minutes, we will bring you a conversation with our friend Pete Blackburn talking National Hockey League. Pete's new show, What Chaos, part of the All City Network, Monday through Thursdays. Also, Bally Sports. And for our uh, our teammates here at Stadium, Pete Blackburn doing great work for our friends at Stadium as well. Pete stops by joining us here in 40 minutes. We will finish our handicap of the Jets and the Raiders on Sunday Night Football, NFL Week 10. And we'll get to the Bills and the Broncos on Monday Night Football in Week Number 10. Also give you thoughts on Most Valuable Player right now in the NBA. I look forward to that. And Lochmas, Day 2, had to bet the Heisman Trophy right now with a pair of Pac-12 quarterbacks atop the odds board. All our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour of the Power Hour of the show. If you want to watch that, you'll have to head on over to twitch.tv backslash betql. But for now, let's keep talking Sunday Night Football. Jake, bring the music up, please, with the Jets and the Raiders. And Ken, just for you to reiterate what you said to close the hour, it sounds like you're not going to have a bet on this game, at least as it stands right now with the point spread being what it is. I don't think so. I just... I. You and I have watched a lot of NFL. You've watched much more than I have even, but we've both been around for a little bit. I am always really mindful of the new coach one week bounce that then turns into like it's not actually a real thing and they they don't win every game down the stretch and this actually isn't a team that's going to go on a run. Now we have seen 
teams do that. We've just also seen a lot of situations where you fire the coach. All the reporting last week was like the Raiders locker room was so happy about like what was going on. And they go out and they give you a performance that reflects that, to be honest. But like the consistency of doing that is still tough. The Jets defense is much tougher than what they're fa- what they faced in the other game. The game is at least likely to be much closer because the Jets defense will make it that. I, it, it does feel like a coin flip game to me. Market has it as a coin flip game. I don't really see an angle to make a bet. Like I know Zach Wilson's awful. I know he's like the wor- maybe the worst starting quarterback in terms of like, you know, not the Clayton two newcomer type starting quarterback. Maybe the worst one in the league. I totally get that. Like, okay, let's see O'Connell against this Jets defense. And let's see O'Connell against this Jets pass rush. And let's see like how that matchup goes. Maybe this is like a, a Jets-Giants kind of a rock fight and it's random possession at the end of the game wins. The market kind of has it reflected that way. So I, I don't have an angle right now to make a bet. So the market could move, something could change. But for right now, probably one of my least confident games, even though like an interesting and important game. Which team has the better quarterback? I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to answer that. It, uh, I... I I, I think you I think you take the shot with O'Connell, right? As you know what well, Zach Wilson is. We don't know what O'Connell is yet. Okay. Uh which quarterback has had the best single game this year, which is unfair to O'Connell? And the answer is Wilson against the Chiefs. Yeah, so Wilson like, was pretty good in that game against Kansas City. So he's he has one game where he showed you something and like the rest of the games for both quarterbacks. Like, I I mean, yeah, you could be like, well, O'Connell was great against the Giants. Like, I, is that really what that was? I don't know. Um, he was fine. I, I I don't, I like, you're, I know you're asking that because the answer, you think the answer is O'Connell. I don't think there's an answer to I, that. I don't think it has to I'm be I'm not O'Connell. saying that. Right. I, I just think it's, I think it's a question worth asking because like, I think the answer okay. could be like up for debate. I don't think it's like a slam dunk. It's not like Chiefs, Jets, well, hey, it's like, like who's uh, the better coach? And it's like, well, Pierce hasn't coached more than a game yet. So like, we don't know. Yeah. So obviously Antonio Pierce. I mean, he won a Super Bowl for the Giants. How could it not be Antonio Pierce? <laughs> you know, Salah's playing. It's like, how about like uh, with Damian Woody and a bunch of other former judges just like roasting Salah on Twitter overnight? And it's like, what? Who do you want him to play? Like, what? What would you like him to? Like, he's awful. They thought Rodgers was gonna play. They were trying to kind of like massage this thing and still have Wilson be the backup, and they didn't get a backup that was like awesome. Like, this is what it is. Like, well, it's Salah's fault. It's like, is it? Like who who could make Zach Wilson good? Who would you like to they're, do it? Maybe Kevin O'Connell. They're five hundred. Besides that, yeah, they're five hundred with Zach Wilson the starting Eagles. the entire year. Yes, yeah, they beat the Bills you know, in week you one. You know, their only loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Some people were never yeah. going to be happy. Um, I guess last note on this game for now, and like m- m- I haven't bet the game. I think I'd only bet the Raiders if this is what the point spread was going to be. He's like, pick the winner of the game. Like, I'll, I'll take the Raiders at home if I had to. Is this like a, maybe the Raiders close a favorite? Maybe they don't. But if we're going to hang out in this range, like Jets one and a half, Raiders one and a half. Is this just like tease the other side and this is going to be a close game? It seems unlikely. Well, to be fair, the Raiders blew out the Giants. He took that philosophy in that game. He got nothing. Um, is there too much volatility with O'Connell to say that for sure? Could be really good. Could be terrible. Maybe he could, um, could turn it over like four times. He did that against the Chargers. Yeah. I think. I think I would like. And we uh, we didn't do this with the other game. How do you feel about the Chargers as a teaser? Like, they're the Chargers. I mean, so I mean, by, well, by rule, we have to like it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, look, like it's it's Herbert plus eight and a half where like, and I know this is not the way we want to handicap where it's like at the end of the game, if they're down, you feel like he could get you in through the back door. So yeah, yeah. like I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of like that. Yeah. Just 
that was pretty frustrating yeah just saying i i i think uh i think i would pass on this teaser leg but i I, but like like what which like which one would i pass on actually like i don't know now i'm like thinking about it like really man raiders seven and a half against zach wilson really I don't know. I think there's a better chance that the Jets blow out the Raiders and the Raiders blow out the I Jets. I think so. You get, yeah. Yeah. Jets defense could force a bunch of turnover, a couple pick sixes, I guess. Um, yeah. It just feels like a little shaky as a teaser like to me, but it is a low total game and it's one, one and a half. So like we have to, we have to at least have the conversation. Also like Zach Wilson got sacked eight times last night. Like in like Joey Bosa turning back the clock, Khalil Mack turning back the clock. Like Max Crosby is fifty times better than those guys right now. Like maybe not for their yes. careers, but like Max yes, Crosby fifty times better than. But like, what's gonna happen? On, what you gonna? What's gonna happen on Sunday with like Max Crosby and Zach Wilson? Like, how's this gonna go? Like, how is he not like in the backfield on every single passing play? It's like Mr. T and Rocky Three. Like prediction, pain, pain. Yeah. Definitely. And then maybe victory cigars afterwards. I, th- I think it's Raiders or nothing for me, but yeah, I'll re- reserve the right to change my mind on this one. Um, I promise I have a strong betting thought coming up on the next game. Uh, you better you bet on a Tuesday here with Nick and Ken. And that, Ken, is Monday Night Football with the Bills and the Broncos. So Buffalo coming off the loss to Cincinnati. A seven and a half point favorite against Denver, who's obviously like looked pretty good prior to their bye week this past week, beating Kansas City in the uh, in the last game. So maybe hashtag good vibes right now for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. Like you got these flowery puff pieces right now of Payton talking up Russell Wilson and how good he's been. And to be fair, like he has been pretty good this year. And like I'm willing to take an L. I thought by like this point in the season, like Jared Stidham would be playing. That's clearly not the case. So I'll take the L there. Maybe he'll play at the end of the year. But like Russ has been better than I expected. And uh. The Broncos are, like, not out of it right now at the bottom of the AFC playoff picture. I'm not saying they're going to make it. Just literally stating a fact. They are not out of it. Like, they're still very much in it right now for a playoff spot in the AFC. I thought, Ken, I thought that Buffalo might make a move at offensive coordinator after the game on Sunday night. It felt like Josh Allen and Sean McDermott were kind of like tired of what was going on with the Ken Dorsey offense. I felt like they might make a move. And then McDermott announcing that Dorsey is going to be back calling the plays this week. So I, I'm on Dorsey watch here. I think if this goes poorly on Monday, I think like they are going to make a move and like get a new play caller or someone else to coordinate the offense. But for now, it'll be Ken Dorsey and the Bills seven and a half point favorites against Denver. The total is 47. Yeah, I mean, I think we're I think we're on the same side of this game. We almost have to be. Uh, I think we both like Denver. I certainly yep. like Denver a lot. Um, and I think Denver is very live to win, and I'll probably bet them to win the game also. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion, I don't have to be right, that uh, that Denver is going to be maybe the hot team in the second half of the season. I think it's possible that that's, that's going to happen. Um, you just kind of like follow the team and their arc up to this point. Uh, you remember who the coach is. Uh, you look at how the quarterback has played so far. You look at how the defense has played the last couple of weeks when they were, and I can't emphasize this strongly enough, the worst defense by some measurement of all time in the first three games. Obviously gave up 70 to Miami and played great and played great against Mahomes the week before the bye. I, I'm mindful of the week-to-week NFL. Like, I get it. that we sh- We are down on the Bills right now, so maybe they come back. And we're probably pretty high on the Broncos. They beat the Chiefs in their last game. And maybe they come back and that would that would tell you Buffalo here, like the week to week nature of the NFL would say, like, buy the team no one wants and fade the team that everyone now thinks is good. Except like this number isn't that I was actually really curious how this was going to get bet. I thought 
like I saw, like it, it opened like eight and a half, nine, but for like five seconds, it's basically been seven and a half for a while. And I was like, do I have to bet Denver? Like, I can't be the only one that thinks that this game needs to be at least seven uh, with how the Bills have played so far. Is that is that and your projected not. point spread, by the way? Is your number in the game seven or is it lower? No, it's it's higher still because the Bills still get so much credit. Like it's, Minus uh, seven it's like seven and a half, eight. Yeah, like the, but it, my number is just more crafted by like the closing point spreads and less by how the teams have played, although that's like part of it too. And like, because think about it, like in this era of the Bills, these games are always more than a touchdown, always when they play teams yep. like this. And like, to me, like that's the mistake is that none of this is the normal Bills. None of it. Like that they're, they're just not as good. And we're like the market, and it's not like the market's wrong and I'm right. Like I'm, I'm slow to get to that, and the market I feel like is kind of slow to get to that. But I think I, you mentioned this could be Dorsey, which is a really interesting angle in the game. I didn't even talk think about that. Just like I think this game is like a catalyst for both teams, where I do actually, and this is this is subjective. I think the Broncos are going to win the game. I think it's more likely than the market does that they are a, a pretty good team, like a formidable team in the second half of the season. They play a lot of other interesting teams who have playoff aspirations too. So if they're good, those games are fascinating. Uh, and I think the Bills, I think they they did nothing, to your point about the offensive coordinator, they did nothing off the last game. Like, uh, cool, I want to play on Buffalo too in a bounce back. When they do something, like when they give you a reason that they're going to like turn things around or pivot, you need some kind of catalyst to make that happen. I don't think that was it against Cincinnati. I think they have to like lose an embarrassing game and then they make changes. Like lose to Cincinnati on the road. Like that's, oh, we're not going to make any changes. Dorsey's going to call plays. Like everything's going to be the same. You lose this game, like that that doesn't fly anymore. Like you got to do a bunch of stuff. I think that happens actually. That's sort of like my subjective opinion. I also just betting wise like the number a lot in the game. And I'm really, I am big on Denver in the second half. I actually think there's some like futures and like outlandish markets that they could get involved in and it involves winning this game to start but i think those are think those things are all live and, and curious if you agree with this i i think the bills kind of like organizationally are up against it a little bit here where off of last year you know sean mcdermott kind of throws leslie frazier under the bus right the former like highly regarded defensive and this is like not so much to slam mcdermott but it is a little bit like okay like he was the scapegoat leslie frazier is the scapegoat now i meaning sean mcdermott i will call the defense uh, what happened to the and look, they only let up 24 points, but Cincinnati kind of like I if that game had kept up in a breakneck pace. I feel like that Cincinnati would have scored a lot more in the game. Cincinnati goes through them like a hot knife through butter to start the game, and then at the end of the game, they go on the four minute drive to close it out. Like Buffalo couldn't get off the field when they needed to get off the field, so like there's no other move to be made defensively. McDermott's calling the plays. He's the head coach. The buck stops with him. The guys that are hurt aren't coming back. Milano's not coming back. Tredavious White isn't coming back. Those are two cataclysmic losses, and it's no one's fault. But, like, that's what happens in the NFL. Like, guys get hurt. And and, and on offense, and, like, I just slammed the defense, and I slammed McDermott a little bit. Also, like, where's your offense in that game? This, this supposedly, like, high-octane offense. Like, the move is... To get, have someone new calling the plays. And like they have to your point, Ken, I felt like I felt like this is the week to do it. Like not after losing to Denver, potentially. Uh if they fired Dorsey and they had someone else calling the plays next week, I'd be like, okay, like maybe this will be something a little different. I I think it's tough to trust this offense right now. I, they they only scored 18 points against Cincinnati, and eight of them came at the very end of the game. And I get the Bengals are a good team. I just think they're up against it right now. And until, like, they have that tipping point, Ken, to your point, maybe it's losing to Denver, and then they make a move, like a big move. They got to do something here. 
Uh, now, that is one of uh, many reasons why I like the Broncos in the game. Also, to your point, uh, I like the number. I like to win on seven if the game lands Bills by seven. Yeah. So Bro Absolutely. Broncos plus seven and a half, a definite bet for me. I think what I would emphasize is, because I'm always mindful of like, you know, if you have a team that you think might be really good, and I we don't know what the Bills are, but like the Chiefs and the Eagles and the Niners, like you have those teams that are that rated. The Bengals would be a perfect example of this. Like, you know, if they go through a slump, like you are kind of like dying to find a spot to play on them. Like that's what I was with Cincinnati at the start of the year. Like, yeah, like let's buy in now because I do think the team is still going to be something. It's been a long enough stretch with Buffalo. It, we we have to start asking, like, is this just what it is? Like, last five weeks. Five weeks. Jags, they lose in London. Giants barely win Sunday night football. Lose to the Patriots. Like, win but don't cover against Tampa. It looks like it's going to go great, and it really doesn't. They win 24-18, unable to put Tampa away a bunch of times in that game. And then they lose to Cincinnati. That's five straight games. So, like, yeah, like, every week you could have been like, well, this is the bounce back. A lot of people did that in the Tampa game. And to be fair, Tampa had the craziest drive ever to backdoor that. I would not consider 24-10 Tampa at home the, like, groundbreaking accomplishment in terms of, like, getting off the schneid for them. As a team, it's five straight weeks of, like, this is what it is. They can't – They the Tampa can't cover – five straight weeks, Denver would have covered all, num all the numbers in those five games at seven and a half. They can't cover this one, and then maybe they make changes. Bills against the Jaguars. So since the Jaguars game, 20 points, 14, 25, 24, 18. Give me the Broncos plus seven and a half. On the other side, a little bit more to wrap up week 10, our handicap week 10 in the NFL. And then we'll talk most valuable player in the NBA. Down and goal. Blocked by Troutman. Here comes Kolaptis. There goes Wilson. Touchdown! Sutton touchdown, Denver! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Kevin Harlan with the call there. Will Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos get it rolling on Monday night against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills? I think we think so. We like Denver in the game, plus the seven and a half. We'll get to our pal Pete Blackburn coming up in 20 minutes uh, from What Chaos, new show as part of the All City Network. Also doing great work for our friends, our teammates here. At Stadium, Power Hour, final hour, 40 minutes from now, featuring all our bets for tonight. We'll get to NBA Most Valuable Player in a little bit. Lockmas coming up in a little bit as well. But Ken, out of the four games that we discussed today for Week 10 in the National Football League, Lions-Chargers, Seahawks-Commies, Jets-Raiders, Bills-Broncos, what is your favorite bet out of those? And then we'll give all our bets for Week number 10 coming up in the final hour of the show. Certainly Denver. Um, that might speak more to how uh, my lack of confidence in the other three maybe two just like you know i i like washington a little i don't really like anything in jets raiders i like the lions a little i really just like the number i don't even like i even conceptualize the game in a way where i think they're going to win i just think two and a half is going to go to three and i kind of want to bet it in that game so yeah just like actually what i think is going to happen on the field I, I I got some real irrational like whoppers of opinions about denver coming up here in the next eight nine weeks like i i think uh I think they might start cooking a little bit, and I think things get really interesting when that happens. Because, like, you know, and if you're listening to this, like, you can think I'm nuts. That's fine. But play it out like, what if they did it? Like, what if what if they won this game? And now they're, like, what, four and five? And had their bye already? Like, I, like it. they get a lot closer to other teams you think are good. And it, it all it takes is this one game for that to kind of get set off. Um... I don't think Sean Payton's going to win coach of the year, but I'll tell you, he's 180 to one right now. I don't think Russell Wilson's going to win comeback player of the year. 
there are some 75 to ones out there and he's been really good. And he was a, one of the favorites before the season. These are the kinds of irrational opinions. I'm t I don't think these things are going to happen. Like, I don't think they're likely, but I think they're going to happen just often enough that it's interesting. And obviously all of that starts with this. So it's almost like, why would I even bet that? They almost have to beat the Bills for any of that to happen. I guess I'll just beat them, bet them to beat the Bills and then we'll take it from there. Also, only one sure bet for me out of these four games, and that's Denver. Lean towards the Raiders, haven't placed a bet yet. Lean towards the Commanders, I don't know if I will bet that game. Lean towards the Lions and the Under, but want a little bit more time to think about that game. But Broncos is a, I got a lock of a bet, plus seven and a half on Monday night against Buffalo. And that's our initial handicap of Week 10 in the National Football League. Again, in the Power Hour, final hour of the show, we'll give you the games we've already bet for Week number 10. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.